Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Supply. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. What he does he makes it look so easy. You know, you drop 21 boards, and everybody talking about he can't jump. And he's, you know, he's out there battling everybody. He's physically strong. 30 points, people say he doesn't want to, doesn't want to score. He gives you 32. Um, and then grand 10 assists. It's just, he just makes the game look easy throughout the game. And like I said, it's just free throw. His touch, his creativity, his no-look passes, uh, his IQ. Um, I can go down the line. He's, he's uh, a special player, special, special player. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Just went viral. Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral. Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note. It's levels to it, you and I know. Tell them be humble. Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsby Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon it's been a fun-filled show today talking about everything in the sports world and i know that uh, on a lot of people's minds still is razorback baseball coming to an end earlier this week which is not what anybody really wanted you wanted to make it go as long as it could in the postseason but arkansas unfortunately fell short in the regionals and they gotta turn the page and get ready for next season so Pretty frustrating thing, but as mentioned, we're going to have Peyton Stovall on tomorrow. Get a chance to talk to him about uh, his surgeries that he just had and uh, get to go through the road to recovery for him and moving on. But also, today, we have Tyler Spoon, former Razorback, joining us. So let's go ahead and welcome him in. Fly ball to left center field. That's going to be trouble. Spoon chasing after. Can he get there? He dives. He caught it. Did he catch it? He caught it. Tyler Spoon just made the greatest catch of his career. Former Razorback outfielder Tyler Spoon. Gone out of bounds is presented by First Horizon Bank. With First Horizon Bank grant programs, you may qualify for up to $12,000 in discounts on your next mortgage loan. Apply online at firsthorizon.com. First Horizon is an equal house lender and member FDIC. Let's go to the Jones and Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline and welcome in a former Razorback Tyler Spoon. And Tyler, as always, man, we appreciate you joining us. How you doing this afternoon? I'm doing well. It's good to be back. I wish uh, it was better circumstances, but, you know, hey, I love talking hog baseball regardless. Yeah, well, we're going to blame you and say that you going on vacation last week and not coming on our show is why the season <laughs> got cut short. So, uh, but no, that, I, I can wear it. Yeah, it's like, it, it is disappointing, though, because, you know, we've had you on uh, the majority of the baseball season, and we've talked about this team and how they just keep finding ways and kept just just getting it done in, in every way, shape, and form. And, and when they run into the regional and then, having to go in against a team like TCU and the way that they were playing, man, it was just a it was a really tough thing for this team to try to figure out how to overcome, especially playing that many games in that short a span of time over a weekend. Yeah, I mean it's it was like you said, just running into a team, just a buzzsaw in TCU where um it's kinda like the twenty eighteen Hogs where they just got unbelievably hot and kinda like OU last year where they just ran through the Big Twelve and you know, just playing their base best baseball at the right time and you know, this is the kind of the TCU that everyone saw first game of the year where they just kind of whooped up on us that first weekend and um, kind of everyone kind of thought, okay, this TCU's for real. And, uh, they were. They had a little bit of a struggle in the middle, but, you know, they figured it out and turned it around, and, man, they're going to be tough to beat. But, you know, it's tough, but sometimes that just happens. You just get the unlucky draw of having the, one of the hottest teams in the country in your regional and just got to try to find a way to win. So what are, what does this leave the team now looking forward where um, you know that the MLB draft is right around the corner, you're going to have certain players 
that could stay in the program or they could possibly move on depending on their draft status and how much money is attached to it. Then you have new players coming in, and uh, it's just going to be turning the roster over once again when you get to this time of the year. Yeah, you know, it's never, you know, it's hard to just move on, but that's kind of what you have to do, you know. I think we have the number one recruiting class this next year, it's either this next year or next year that's coming in. So um, that's that's at least something positive to look forward to is we are just reloading as usual. You know, we're going to have a lot of weapons. And, you know, I talked to Bobby the day after the, the last game, and you know, he's like, yeah, we're hitting the portal hard. Today we've got, you know, some, you know, some visits lined up, you know, it's just, move on to the next thing get ready for next year and that's all you can do and you know they know that and you know, they're going to get after get after that portal hard and bring in an incredible recruiting class so um fully expect the hogs to bounce right back next year and be in the exact position if not a little bit you know much better next year so um that's all you can do though you just got to look forward to next year and get ready for it and prepare for it you know it's so different with uh, the major league baseball draft compared to other sports drafts like the nfl or nba where uh, you know, there's different rules where if you come out of high school, you can go straight to pro. But if you go to college, you know, it's three years removed. And then in some cases, you even have guys that are still playing in postseason play. They get drafted, or at least that has been for, for previous years. It's changed a little bit here, too. But just as a former player, how do you go about that and balancing that out and kind of, you know, knowing what your value is or where you feel like, hey, if I get drafted here, I'll go to the next step. But if not, I'll stay back. Like as a player, especially in college, just how do you go about that whole process and trying to figure those things out? Yeah, it's hard. You just gotta you, you've got to have some help around you. People that really know what they're talking about, and um, just understanding. Really, at the end of the day, it's it's what makes sense for you and your family, and what's what's it going to take for you to leave. And you know, for me, like my situation, I guess it was redshirt sophomore year. Technically, my junior year, I was draft eligible and got drafted by the A's. But you know, I, for me, I had a really bad year, and I, I was like, I I don't want to end on a bad note, and you know, don't want to probably could raise my draft stock a little bit if I come back and have a better year, and um, you know, I had a pretty high number, and so um, you know, no one drafted me for that number. Of, so I was pretty much in that mindset: "Hey, I'm coming back." Essentially. So, um, but you just gotta you just gotta know where you're at. If you're a fifth year senior, you know, fourth year senior, and you just get an opportunity to play and get that chance, the opportunity to play professional baseball, maybe it's just at least worth a try. You know, um, you never know. And some guys are the really opposite, where they're just like, "Hey." I've got one more year to play at the University of Arkansas, and I'm going to call it and see what happens. And it's not a bad option either to play your last year of baseball at the University of Arkansas and the SEC. So it's hard to weigh those decisions, man. It just completely comes down to you know the person and what they're looking for. It's kind of like you know, and Stowball too. You know, he turned out a ton of money out of high school, but for him, he wanted to be a hog, and it was going to take a lot of money for him to to leave and go play professional baseball. So everyone's situation is different. Some may take you know a hundred thousand dollars. Some may take three million dollars. You just you never know, and so, uh, but you just try to mentally just get to that spot, get some help, and try to see what makes sense for for you at that time and what you really want to do deep down. Well, I know that uh, obviously when you were playing NIL was not a thing, and it is now. But do you think that nowadays with NIL that maybe just depending on money and situations that it could make it a little bit more difficult for guys to leave if there's some opportunity still to stay in college, or maybe guys are second guessing or maybe thinking about uh, coming back just because they're like, hey. You get drafted and get this money, but I can also stay here and and still make a good amount. Do you think that's actually playing a pretty large factor for some players? It could. It's not as prevalent in baseball, unfortunately. You know, there's not as much money in baseball. It seems like, but you know, if a guy's getting offered you know ten to twenty thousand dollars, you know, there's definitely an opportunity that someone you know, nil wise you could make up for it, pay for school, do whatever you can. So um, I think that definitely can help. You know, keep players from going without a doubt. So it just depends on you know if there's somebody that wants to put a lot of money towards baseball and the NIL and keep a certain player from going. So um, it could change it. It could not change it. It's going to be hard to, hard to say. I think it'll take a really big time star that turns down a lot of money that to come back and you know because he's getting a ton of money NIL wise. But I don't foresee that happening with baseball. Football obviously is a lot. Football and basketball probably a lot more prevalent than that, but not as much in baseball. Tyler, how did you weigh the option? Did you have options coming out of high school where it was thinking about the draft at that point or going to college? How do you how do you play play through those options where you're trying to decide do you really want to go to college and go that route or you go through the major league draft as a high schooler and uh, decide to go through the minor leagues to try to make it that way? 
Yeah, I did not have any interest out of high school to even be drafted. Um, really, like I think I've talked about this before, but Arkansas was really the only big D1 school that had offered me. So uh, I was going to be a hog through and through. It didn't matter what. So I, can, I can't imagine just thinking an 18-year-old trying to make a decision like that. And that's where you've got to really, you know, hopefully they've got good family, good parents, good good friends, people they can trust around them to help them make that decision and just say, you know, hey, at the end of the day, it is your decision, but here's kind of laying down all the options and here's what you can do and here's what you can make and here's what it's going to be like. And, you know, as a player, as an 18-year-old, if you're ever in that position, I encourage you to just call people that are in, have been in your shoes that have either gone, you know, played professionally or gone, turned out a lot of money and come to play for Arkansas. I mean, I, I personally don't have any experience with that, you know, but it is it is out there a lot. And, you know, the Hogs are going to have a few guys this year that, turned out, you know, or they're going to get drafted really high first, second round, so they're going to have that that opportunity to figure out what they want to do, but with how much money is out there with the draft now, if they're first, second round, I mean, it seems like $2 million is almost, an, uh, you know, a uh, confirmed at this point, so um, yeah, that's tough. As an 18-year-old, I couldn't even fathom making that decision. If you go to college, you stay for three years, but isn't there um, an age minimum on the other side where you can actually leave before that three-year period, if you turn 21 before a certain date? Yeah, so that was like Ben Intendi. His birthday was in July. Uh, it's, I think I can't remember what the exact cutoff is, but I think it's in that July-August time frame where if you turn 21 before that cutoff, you're draft eligible as a sophomore. So uh, that just gives you a lot more leverage, too. Um, so if you're, you know, and Benny was the ultimate leverage player where he had a crazy, ridiculous year. He was a sophomore, so... But he was taken seventh overall, so I mean, can't really turn. That's hard to turn that down, to say the least, out of college. But um, yeah, that that is definitely a thing where I can't remember. Drive me crazy, but I want to say it's middle July that that cutoff date happens, and you can go as a sophomore. So you're saying that Andrew Benatendi could have had another year at Arkansas if it just was born on a on like a couple of weeks difference. <laughs> like you're saying, it could have been another year of Andrew Benatendi. There could have been, yes, if maybe a matter of a week or two. So wow. Yeah. I know that would have been nice. Yeah, that would that would have been a wild time, that's for sure. And I think that <laughs> it's 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 pretty fun to just talk about, of course, you know, with these guys getting drafted and making those decisions, but also when they do make that decision, Tyler, what what would you say was just some of the biggest differences going from college baseball, high level college baseball, into uh, the majors and into you know playing in minor leagues and all of that? What were some things that maybe you didn't expect, or uh, some things that were pretty staunchly different from going from one league to the next? Yeah, I think the so your Friday night starters, your top tier SEC guys, that's really what you face all the way up through Double A. Except the difference is there's ten of those guys now, as opposed to like one or two of those on each team. So uh, doesn't matter what starter you're facing, what bullpen guy you're facing, you are facing the. It's like going playing, you know, LSU and facing you know, Paul teams is a different animal, but facing their best guy and their best bull, two best bullpen arms that's every single day of professional baseball. So you don't really get a break where you get to Sunday and, you know, it's their third starter, you know, maybe not as great as, as far as compared to the, you know, Friday night starter. They're, you know, they're a little dwindled on the bullpen. That doesn't really happen in professional baseball. It's more or less you're seeing, you know, a minimum 93, 95 every day, and then usually 95, 97 on, in the back end of the bullpen. So it's just a different game. It's The talent is similar, I guess you could say, to the SEC, but it's like you're three, four holes, two, three, four holes, your best hitters on each team. There's nine of those now in the lineup. So as a pitcher on that flip side, you just, you're facing the best hitters every day. So it's just a completely different game. It's just, you know, you just adapt and adjust and, you know, try to get better and keep up with those guys. And that's all you can do. So it's, uh, I think that's the best way I can describe it is your best players on each SEC team. There's a full team of those guys in every minor league team you're playing on. Sports are year-round. You train year-round. How much does summer ball help in becoming a better player while you're in college? It definitely helps. Um, for me, that my first year, I redshirted, and I didn't play at all. So, for me, it was very important to get out as soon as I could and go play some baseball. So, uh, just to get some reps in, I'd you know, been working out and training all year without really playing any games. So I was just ready, chopping at the bits to just go play. Um but for some guys, in you know, my last year, though, I didn't go play summer ball, and it was the best thing I did because I was finally able to kind of work out again. I kind of had a couple injuries I had fought the year before and hadn't really had a full workout 
work, you know, for a few months to just work out and get stronger, get bigger, just get my body better into position to be ready for the next year. So it all depends on the player and you know, guys that are older. It may not be as important to go play summer ball. You might just need some rest, honestly, and just kick back and uh, get your body healthy, get your body right, and just get ready for the next year or finish some classes if you need to. But for those younger guys, it's very important. Go play in the cake, go play Team USA if they get a chance, and you know, just get some exposure and get ready for the next you know draft year. You know, that's that's a big thing as well. Just summer balls when the draft, the scouts are out and you're playing with the wood bats and you're playing against the best of the best and especially like Cape Cod league type stuff. So, um, it can be very important for those younger guys. And as a younger freshman, sophomore, you definitely need to go play summer ball, but junior, senior, just, you know, it's up to you. You can go play if you want, but you definitely want to make sure you can work out and get your body right. And just be ready to go next year. Speaking with former Razorback Tyler Spoon here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. Thanks to First Horizon Bank. Uh, Tyler, I, I'm curious because this was something that we saw this year with this team with the injuries. People had to play all different positions, it seemed like. Even in this past regional, you had to move Caleb Cowley over to second base. They had Ben McLaughlin over at uh, third. We've seen some guys come who maybe would be in the outfield, coming in the infield. Uh, that's just what you got to do. But I was curious, when when you were playing, were, were you always an outfielder? Or was there any case that you know you had to maybe had the option to play in the infield, other positions that you could play if there were injuries? Just uh, how was that approach with you and maybe some of your teammates when you were playing in Arkansas? Yeah, so I actually came in as an infielder, as a third baseman, and um, you know, made it about two weeks at third base and then realized I had – Matt Reynolds and Brian Anderson in front of me, two big leaguers, so they kicked me to the outfield pretty quick. So um, you, you just kind of adjust, and that's that's all you you can do. And you just the depth is going to be everyone in the high school is an infielder. So uh, essentially, it seems like everyone's a shortstop or third baseman, or first baseman, whatever. But um, more than likely, you're going to come in as an infielder and then kind of adjust according to the talent level and where you match up with everybody else. So you just got to come in with an open mindset and be ready to move positions and just know that. Um, you, know, you may not, you're probably not going to play the position you've always played your entire life. But at the end of the day, swing the bat. If you can hit, they'll find a place for you, and that's the end of the story. So you just, you get, you got to hit. At the end of the day, regardless of what position you play, um, if you hit well, they will make room for you. Whether it's DH, whether it's just stick you in right field like they did me, kind of deal. But um, you know, they'll find a place for you, and you'll play if you can hit. Did you play any outfield growing up in youth baseball, high school, or was that your first experience with it, getting to Arkansas? That was really my first experience with outfield. It was, um, yeah, it was a very different world for me. It was every day, you know, I was I was a guy that took batting practice very seriously, just because um, really the only time you get reads off the bat, you know, kind of live and just get to play it and get used to it. So, um but outfield, for the most part, it, it it takes you a couple months just to really get the reads right and get it down. But um, it's not too crazy compared to like transitioning to like a catcher or a middle infielder type deal um, if you hadn't played that before. But uh, that's a rare that's a rare thing that a guy switches from a corner to a middle infield spot or something like that. But um, yeah, you just kind of adjust and adapt, and that's what I had to do, and just tried to find any way in the lineup I could. Yeah, that, that's fascinating because, you know, you think about when players in other sports come in and, and they play a certain position, like in football, it's like odds are they're going to play that position, they're recruited to play that position. But when it comes to, like, the baseball practices and things like with you and going from the infield to the outfield, was it like a, just an open practice where everybody was shifting around saying, all right, let's try this guy here, let's see how it works? Uh, or was it more like, hey, you were saying, hey, may, maybe try me in the outfield? Like, how, how did that go about? Because we know, of course, with Dave Van Horn and the amount of players that he has under – under his belt, he he's got to move a guy on the guys all the time just to try to get him on the field. But uh, what what was that process like when it was just you transitioning? Was it uh, pretty much uh, everybody going around just trying different things, trying to see what stuck? Um, in some cases, yeah. Mine was more or less like, hey, here's the deal. These guys are really good in front of you, so <laughs> we're going to go ahead and just move you to the outfield now. And I, at that point, I was like, okay, I get it, I understand. So. Um, everyone's different. You know, you're going to go through a phase where you come in, maybe it's the first week, maybe it's the day before the first game where it's like, hey, you're going to play a different position. All right, we need you somewhere else kind of deal. So uh, my, mine was a little bit different because I just, you know, I, honestly, I just wasn't as good as those two guys in front of me, and I, I can live with that. I, I, knew that. <laughs> I knew that was the case. Those guys were unbelievable. So um, it just completely depends on the situation, but you got to be prepared to move and, um, like I said, DVH is going to find a way. Now, and here's the deal: you could come in first week and get changed to the outfield, switch to the outfield, and then week three someone gets hurt, 
especially like this year, and you have to hop, hop back into the infield. So, um, and that they do a pretty good job too. You know, if there's an idea or if there's even a chance that you're going to play in the infield, they they make sure you get some ground ball reps and make sure you're at least getting staying on top of it and uh, during batting practice, especially just making sure you're getting a lot of ground balls. So that if that does happen, you're ready to go and jump back into the infield. So, uh, but again, sometimes it's rare where you know, it's just a freak deal and you've got to switch and you just got to get a hang of it really quick. So. Just depends on the player and the situation. Tyler, how would you uh, wrap up this season that we just saw, reflect on it, and, and wrap it up just to kind of put a stamp on it and uh, it's come to an end? What would you say some of the things that stood out? Man, I thought this team did an unbelievable job. This team and the coaching staff did an unbelievable job of just kind of playing the cards they were dealt. And it's, you know, it's. <clears throat> Obviously, you want to make it past regionals and at least make it to a super regional every year. But, you know, it, this team at the end of the year um, was built for a three-game series. That that was about the depth-wise, especially on the on the bump and um, even position player-wise. We were built to try to win a three-game series. And so we get to regionals and, um, you know, I, I knew that second game, we had to win that second game. Second game was the most important just so we could – find a way to win the third game and get out of there. But, um, you know, start of the year, that's a different, different story that we had you know, Wiggins and Cody Frank and Dylan Carter and Stovall was there. And then obviously the last few games, Holt was there. I mean, so just the, the job they did just to win the, you know, co-chance of the SEC, just to find a way to win every weekend like they did was, was unbelievable. I know it wasn't the ending everyone wanted, but yeah, again, you just ran into the absolute buzzsaw that was TCU. It was kind of, I mean, even Arkansas last year where we were a two seed and went to Oklahoma State, won that, went to North Carolina, won that. And, you know, we were the team that the two seed that spoiled the one seed, you know, home field advantage kind of deal. And unfortunately, it happens, it stinks. But, you know, this team, coach staff did an incredible job just finding a way to, to do really, really well in this incredibly tough league with what they have down the stretch. Yeah, it was incredible, and it was an incredible run. But, uh, hey, there's always next year, and it looks like this team is going to have another great uh, set and group of guys heading into the season next year under Dave Van Horn. So, uh, But, hey, listen, we appreciate you joining us as always, Tyler. I know we got a few more interviews with you in the next couple weeks, so we look forward to catching up with you and talking about all things baseball. But appreciate you. Appreciate First Horizon Bank making it possible. And, and enjoy your weekend, man. We look forward to catching up with you next week. All right, I appreciate it, guys. Y'all have a good one. All right, you as well. Again, that's former Razorback Tyler Spoon joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. Thanks to First Horizon Bank. We'll take a commercial break. We'll come back with more Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. Sports Center. Yesterday in the NBA, it was announced that the Suns are exploring trades for Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton. Paul, who turned 38 in May, will possibly be waived if a trade partner cannot be found. In the NBA Finals last night, the Nuggets took Game 3, beating the Heat 109-94 as Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray made history, becoming the first teammates to ever have a 30-point triple-double in the same game. Jokic had 32 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists, while Murray had 34 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists. Denver now holds a 2-1 lead in the series. Game 4 of the Finals will be tomorrow. And this morning in the NFL, it was announced that the Vikings would cut Dalvin Cook if they could not find a trade partner by the end of Friday. Cook has had over 1,000 yards in four straight seasons. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Tune in to The Zone Tuesdays at 11.30 when Brian Hendricks, outdoors editor for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, joins Justin and Wes to discuss all things outdoors. Brought to you by world-famous McCord's Barbecue. Visit their new location at 9219 Stagecoach Road in Little Rock. Weekdays from 11 to 7 and weekends from 11 to 8. McCord's.com. Justin Acre for Certipro Painters. We're all getting ready for summer, and if you want to spruce up your home for summer, Certipro Painters could be the answer you're looking for. Each Certipro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. If you're thinking about getting a paint job done for the interior or exterior of your home, you need to hurry up and get on the schedule soon because it's filling up quickly. So plan for your next project. You'll be happy you did. Cleanliness, thoughtfulness, and attention to detail. You'll get all of it with my friends at Certipro Painters. So get them scheduled for your project today. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... gymnastics? 
Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? <laughs> With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. For a free insurance review, see shelter agent Jeff Hodge or Jay Helm in Little Rock or Bo Beavis in Cabot. Our care is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Our care. So you can live your story. Shh. <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. <laughs> Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dog Tour right here in Sherwood. You know what? You hear a lot of car dealer ads every day. I try to listen to all of them. They all talk about special deals and low prices and low interest. But you know what? When you get to the car lot, how do you know what's on sale? Do you walk around the lot and try to figure it out? Or do you ask the salesperson? He says, I got to go see the manager to talk to. And then you're going to be stuck there all day trying to figure out what the right price is. When you come to Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood, you're going to see our prices displayed on the windshield. Our best price is there for everyone to see. Folks, there is no negotiating or haggling. Everyone gets my best deal. Look for the green tags. We'll give you the most for your trade-in. We need your trade-in. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood and let us show you a better way to buy. You'll get the best deal and I promise a hassle-free buying experience. Come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Or shop us online at FletcherDeals.com. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at HogsMeatMarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Let me just quote the late, great Colonel Sanders, who said, I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. On 103.7 The Buzz. Trash Talk Thursday, and I got to tell you something I'll never talk trash about. It's Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. Listen, when it comes to your car buying experience, there's no better place because not only do they have plenty of inventory of all different types of vehicles for you to choose from, but they also have the best prices, and they're going to take care of you when it comes to financing as well, no matter what the vehicle may be. And I'm talking about brand new vehicles. I'm also talking about pre-owned vehicles. They have it all at Guatney Chevrolet. If you don't believe me, just check them out for yourself. They're conveniently located right off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. You can also shop them online at GuatneyChevrolet.com and see the type of inventory that they have there, too. Anytime you walk on to the lot, it's going to be a non-high-pressure environment. It's going to be people that want to get you in a vehicle that you want at a price that you can afford, and they're going to do whatever it takes. And it goes the same way with the service department over there. When you take your vehicle to get fixed up, whether it's an oil change or anything, they're going to treat you with the respect that you deserve because that's the Guatney Chevrolet way. So check them out today. Guatney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville, and also online at GuatneyChevrolet.com. 
Appreciate uh, Tyler Spoon joining us in the previous segment, as it's uh, always good to uh, catch up with him. And it's funny, we've been doing this live video streaming on all of our social media accounts, and I I can't wait to see what this is about. But uh, we got a little notification that on our Facebook, the 1037 The Buzz Facebook, it says uh, it's having problems connecting, and it's like, says that uh, there's some sort of error. So I clicked on the error, and it says that your content goes against our community standards of what's been posted on the 1037 The Buzz page. And I'm like, what could that possibly be? And I looked at it, and it said that there was content that was harmful to others that was uh, put on the 1037. They didn't say which post it was. I'm like, man, I wonder what... is it maybe it has to be a mistake, and I submitted an appeal to make it happen. But I was sitting there, I was like, "What in the world could have been posted?" It's like I can understand if they were saying like, "Cause we don't play the music on our live stream because of the copyright infringement," so it's not that. And so I was just curious, was like, "What what what could have possibly been said in something like that?" So it'll be interesting to find out. Uh huh. Yeah, I can't wait to hear. Can't wait to see uh, what that uh, what that could be possibly about. But man, listen, if we've gone this long without getting Facebook on our rear end about something, I guess we're doing something right. So, uh, but anyways, I saw that message. And I was like, that that's interesting. That's fascinating. Don't know where that's going to go with it, but still. that's something that probably happens more so on Twitter than Facebook. But it it happens on all social media platforms. Oh yeah, because it's uh, they're all very different, and when it comes to their uh, restrictions and everything, which I understand, but. A lot of cases, you know, how many people are, are live streaming or doing videos or doing posts and all that. It's a lot of things to monitor, and sometimes mistakes can be made. So if you're watching on Facebook, don't worry. We'll be back on, and we'll get that appeal taken care of as soon as we can. Well, that just means go to a different platform and watch now. Go to Twitter. Go to YouTube. That's right. Yeah, you can check it out that way, too. Uh, speaking of on, on Twitter, I saw this post that, you know, we, we talk about college football schedules and with the SEC and everything. Well, the Big Ten has officially released their schedule for 2024 and 2025 when it comes to the conference because they're adding USC and UCLA. And they released it on who's going to play who and where they're going to play it. And uh, now that it's been released, UCLA and USC uh, are going to have uh, some interesting road games, but especially with UCLA, they're going to go to Minnesota, to Nebraska, to Northwestern, to Ohio State, and to USC, of course, being in L.A., that's not a big deal. But then USC has to go to Illinois, to Iowa, to Michigan, and to Wisconsin. So so that means Ohio State may be going to USC? They are not, unfortunately. So which, they're not playing each other. Right, in the, in the wow. first year, which I thought, like, Come on, man. that's an easy layup, yeah. like slam dunk when it comes to really opening it up. Yeah, they, they haven't played UCLA. In fact, USC... Mentioned their road games. They go to Michigan, which, you know, that'll be a big game. But their home games are Maryland, Northwestern, Penn State, Purdue, and UCLA. So Penn State, you know, somewhat, but not having your two biggest draws of Ohio State and USC now, not playing each other seems like it's a mistake on their part. But, uh, yeah, I love that UCLA, though, their home games are Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, and then Rutgers. So Rutgers has to fly from Piscataway all the way to L.A. to play UCLA in a football game. And it's a conference game. I love that so much. It'll happen like that, and it'll be the reverse at some point. Yeah, I love it. I I think it's great. And they're playing nine conference games, by the way. So uh, if if you've heard it and you start hearing the numbers, yeah, that's the reason why they're doing it, because of uh, the fact that they got different... Uh, different games, uh, amount of games at least in that front. But in 2025, though, they do have USC playing Ohio State in Los Angeles. Okay, so, well, yeah, there just it is. Next year. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and then, uh, see, they actually, and UCLA will be playing, and don't play anybody like as far as note, as far as you, uh, they don't play Michigan or Ohio State or anything, or Penn State. And that, I'm sure they're good with that I'm for sure their they first are. or that second year. Yeah, I'm sure they are. So, yeah, pretty fascinating stuff, though, getting to see uh, how that is going to look and how it's going to work out for, for those teams. So if the, if the Big Ten figured it out and knowing how the, the schedule is going to line up, I'm sure the SEC will have uh, – I'm hoping the SEC would have some sort of thing like that here soon, too, where they're like, all right, boom, here it is. This is what it looks like. And it probably will happen uh, sometime during the summer. But uh, it has to happen soon. Yeah, get it lined up, and so that way you see who's all playing everybody. Since it's staying at eight games, uh, that's the way it's going to be. But yeah, Uh, I like the I like the schedule releases uh, for those, and I'm glad it's only for two years, and not saying, all right, well, this is how it's going to be for 14 years or whatever in the (laughs) rotation that they always do. Uh, That was always really frustrating. But uh, yeah, so apparently, okay, so this is according to Brandon Marceau. Here we go. Uh, It says uh, the SEC schedule. Release for 2024, just for next uh, next year when Oklahoma and Texas join the conference, 
that will be revealed next Wednesday. So uh, we'll have uh, details on that and, and seeing who all's playing who and uh, how Arkansas is going to get screwed in the whole matter, I think, is what everyone's going to be looking forward to. But It'll be a hot uh, topic at SEC Media Days. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was uh, that was that was something there too, with the uh, the amount of people that were freaking out once it was announced at SEC Media Days that Texas and Oklahoma were joining. Then knowing the schedule will be a, a hot topic going into that way as well. That'll be a lot of fun too. So, uh, Doug F and Little Rock on a first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line says, "I know what it was, and I think y'all know too." I'm not totally sure what he was referring to as, but uh, just he texted the wrong person. But anyways, um, <laughs> so I was trying to think. I was like, what did what did we know? Maybe he. Uh, maybe oh, we're talking on. about the Facebook deal. Oh, the Facebook deal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, listen, there there could have been something on there. We don't know. We don't need to dive into that. It's no 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 not even necessary in anything like that. Uh, but some other headlines though, real quick though, that uh, come out as far as uh, during the show. Not really surprising, but. It does look like the Carolina Panthers have officially elevated rookie Bryce Young to their number one quarterback spot. So he will be the starter heading into uh, heading into the season. That is big news before they even get to training camp. So they're in OTAs now, and um, it's not even a competition going into training camp, which is, is good for him because he doesn't have to worry about anybody, you know, fighting through the competition first of all and then worry about somebody over his shoulder he just needs to be able to concentrate on the playbook and trying to get better on the field and get acclimated to being a pro quarterback. Is he is Andy Dalton the backup there or one of the quarterbacks it up is, there? Yeah, okay. it is Andy Dalton. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he's, I mean, it's not su- not necessarily surprising, but the fact that they have a lot of confidence in him. I mean, he's the franchise quarterback. He's got to take him forward. Uh, that's going to be big. In fact, the entire NFC South, I feel like, is interesting when it comes to the quarterbacks. Because I guess at Tampa, is it going to be Baker? Or are they going to go? They said it's open. Kyle Uh Trask and Baker. But with the amount of money they paid Baker, it almost lines up for him to be the starter. But you've seen backups that make that type of money right now. So they say it's going to be an open competition. So we'll see. And then uh, with the Falcons, it's going to be the guy that they drafted just a couple years ago. Desmond Ritter. Yeah, Desmond Ritter. So he's going to be there in the mix. And the Saints... Going to be going with Derek Carr. Derek Carr. That's right. I keep forgetting that he's there. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, interesting uh, change of events when it comes to the quarterbacks there in that uh, that division there. But, uh, yeah, it's good to see the Bryce Young. You'll get to have showcase deal with him in the first part of it and uh, see how well he ends up doing. Because does he have any really weapons, like a decent amount of weapons down there right now? I know they're what got the number one overall pick. So. Adam Thielen is somebody that they signed um, in the offseason. Okay. So at least they have him. They have a, a veteran receiver. Okay. That goes a long way, for, especially for young quarterbacks, too. So um, Because I guess him and then Stroud, of course, being with the Texans. It's going to be interesting to see what these rookie quarterbacks do once they, uh, once they get onto the field. And being the franchise quarterback officially now, too, that'll be big, too. Uh, also... Uh, no, I'll, I'll wait to mention that in the three and out one. That's a good one for three and out. So, anyways, we're up against it, though. So, perfect segue as we got three and out coming up next here on Out of Bounds. We'll close up shop and get you ready for drive time. Sports all coming up next, so be sure to stay with us here on Out of Bounds. folks, Wild Bill here with Magic Market, Motorsports Authority in Hot Springs and Russellville. Folks, we're kicking off our third annual Sizzling Summer Sell-Off, and my goodness, do we have the inventory. That's right, Bill. We've got the best inventory we've ever had. Not going to last long. Terrains, rogues, forerunners, pilots, escapes. And don't forget, we say yes. Come see us. We've got plenty of financing options for you to get you in the vehicle of your dreams. And if you can't make it to one of our locations, you can always visit us online at msastore.com. 
The Hot Springs Bike Fest, June 8th through the 10th, with live music Friday from the Blackheart Saints and the ultimate Metallica tribute, Hardwire. Saturday, Poison IV with the crew, Tribute Houston, the ultimate Dino Drags, the Ives Brothers Stunt Shows, the Wall of Death, and the Globe of Steel. Poker runs, no registration, and it's free. Made possible in part by Visit Hot Springs. Hotsprings.org, benefiting Arkansas Veteran Support Services. Heslip Concrete needs CDL drivers for eight locations in Central Arkansas. Start Monday, get paid Friday. Paid time off, great benefits, plus incentive pay. Looking for stable employment with a growing company? Don't delay. Apply today. ConcreteDrivers.net. That's ConcreteDrivers.net. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Ask Sherwin-Williams during the four-day super sale, June 9th through the 12th, and get 40% off paints and stains with prices starting at $26.69. That means 40% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And, of course, get 40% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, President of Operations at Tele Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. The year is almost halfway over, and you're still dealing with that knee and hip pain. Enough is enough already. Pills are not the answer. Surgery is not the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. With the summertime coming on right now, you want to be able to live your best life, right? The advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pains. You can do all those summer activities that you used to enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body and applying them right to those achy joints so your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. The treatment is truly revolutionary. Patients across central Arkansas are having life-changing results and there's no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. If you have pain in your knees, your back, your shoulders, your hips, you need to stop what you're doing right now and call QC Kinetics for a free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Once again, that number, 501-222-8440. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer presents Movie Trivia with Morning Mayhem. Listen every Wednesday morning for your chance to play and win. Morning Mayhem Movie Trivia, every Wednesday, brought to you by Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer on 103.7 The Buzz. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are boom out of here. All right. It is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into uh, first off, I uh, wanted to bring up uh, this story when it comes to, uh, uh, I, I don't know, I find it very fascinating whenever restaurants run promos, and we know that there's a, a lot of restaurants that will do some fun things, but Jersey Mike's is a very popular sandwich place. Well, they had a thing called uh, the Superior Happy Hour that they ran, 
And uh, I'm a big sandwich guy, and I love Jersey Mike, so nothing offense to him. But they did this delivery promotion where you get $20 off an order of $12 or more for just one hour. So essentially you get free sandwich and free delivery as long as the order is over $12, right? Well, apparently uh, a lot of people responded to this, and it was so overwhelming that Jersey Mike's had to shut down all of their stores across the country after sub-period hour because the amount of response that they got and also with the uh, Uber Eats and all the DoorDash delivery drivers, everything involved, they had to shut down, they said, but it was an ultimate success. I was like, it could have been, but you guys didn't really make any money on it, and it ended up having to be a problem because you shut it down. But either way, I get the in nature and I get the in principle trying to do something like that, uh, but it's probably not a good thing where you were surprised by the amount of volume when people like you were offering free sandwiches with delivery as long as it was $12 or more. The Denver Broncos, they're staying close in uh, the division and trying to pick up some more talent. Veteran defensive end Frank Clark, he agreed to a one-year deal with the Broncos, and he played previously with the Kansas City Chiefs. He's turning 30 soon, and Chiefs released him in March. But the one-year deal signing with the Broncos, it includes a $5.5 million base salary that's guaranteed but it could be worth up to seven and a half mil altogether. You know, we talked about the uh, Big Ten and the schedule that got released. Well, the Big 12 is also trying to make some moves, not only trying to add UConn and Gonzaga and thinking about it, but apparently they're launching Big 12 Mexico as the conference will start with basketball in 2024 and a football game in the works down in Mexico. Uh, they announced it today, and they will see uh, different sports being played, and the first one will be men's and women's basketball of Kansas versus Houston in Mexico City up in December of 2024. So we know that a lot of professional leagues have done this, whether it's football, basketball, and baseball. Having some college go that route, and the Big 12 is doing it too, trying to get uh, some more uh, reach out there into Mexico City. So if you're a Kansas or Houston fan and you've always wanted to go to Mexico City to see their basketball teams play, there you have it because it's going to be a great matchup in the first year of those two teams being in the same conference. Stanley Cup Final continues tonight, and the Florida Panthers are down 0-2, and they look to bounce back as they return home. They're down 0-2 to the Vegas Golden Knights, but according to Bet Saracen, they're favored by 1.5, and, and on the money line, they're minus 120, and they have a star in Matthew Kachuk who's looking to help that team bounce back tonight and get a win and get back into the series against the Vegas Golden Knights. So uh, another crazy story in Finland where, you know, we've all probably gotten a speeding ticket at some point in time. And sometimes maybe you felt like it was justified or maybe you did. But if you're going 50 and a 30, that's probably justified if you get pulled over. It's 20 miles over the speed limit. That's, that's pretty crazy, right? Well, how about this? In Finland, because of where the man was pulled over for speeding going 50 and a 30, his speeding ticket was $130,000. He's one of Finland's richest men, and he was driving on the A-Land Islands and heading towards uh, the capital when police caught him driving. And under Finland's day fine system, an individual's income is a key detriment in the size of the fine, and they are subsequently issued by law enforcement. So if you ever talk about any problems that you may have getting a speeding ticket, could be worse. could be in Finland where apparently they have to find out how much you're making, and then they take a percentage of that because you went 20 over in a speed zone. It could be a lot worse, just like it is in Finland. Tom Holland, who's known for playing Spider-Man, he's been working on a new project lately called The Control Room which is on Apple TV+, and he spoke to Extra about some of the difficulties that came along with his new project. Not only are you playing Danny, you're executive producer on The Crowded Room as well, so you just throw that into the mix. How emotionally taxing was this on you? Because I can just, you must have just been so emotionally drained mentally yeah, it was it was a tough time for sure. You know, we were exploring certain emotions that I have definitely never experienced before. And then on top of that, being a producer, dealing with the day-to-day kind of problems that, you know, come with any film set, uh, just added that extra level of pressure. But I, you know, I really enjoyed it. I, le- I loved the learning curve of becoming a producer. I'm no stranger to hard work. I've always sort of lived by this idea that hard work is good work. Um, and I really enjoyed it. But then again, the show did break me. 
there did come a time where I was sort of was like, I need to have a break. I disappeared. I went to Mexico for a week and had some time on a beach and lay low. Uh, and I'm now taking a year off. And, you know, that is a result of how difficult this show was. I am excited to, uh, to see how it turns out. And, and, you know, I feel like our hard work wasn't in vain. So that's the end result that Tom Holland has taken a year off from acting because of this last project that he just worked on. I really hope that he doesn't get uh, typecast as Spider-Man, kind of like what Tobey Maguire did, where it's like, yeah, they're probably actually good actors, but you know, are they always going to be Spider-Man their whole life? Hopefully that's not the case. So, uh, But it's, this is great news for everybody that's going out to the beaches and maybe you know taking some swims in the ocean and everything. Uh, there was a study, a two-year study that was put together about great white sharks. And, you know, gray white sharks can be pretty intimidating. But uh, according to these researchers, they had some shocking results showing just how close those great whites actually come to people out there, whether it's uh, surfboarding or wakeboarding or whatever it is out in the ocean. Ninety seven percent of the time that this study was made, the great white sharks were close in proximity to people without the people even being aware of it. So. For all you know out there, you've probably gone and surfed or you know been on a wakeboard, whatever it is. You probably had a great white shark around you, according to this study. So, but that's the thing is apparently it's okay though. The study, uh, the scientists say because they just swim close to you, and then if you move a lot, they'll go away. So you, you guys are just totally fine, no problems there. Former NFL offensive lineman Russell Okung, we see that at times when offensive linemen when they retire, that they lose a bunch of weight, and he's the latest. He showed a side-by-side recently on Twitter of him playing in 2020 for the Carolina Panthers and what he looks like now, and he's lost over 100 pounds and just looks like a totally different person altogether. So Johnny Depp has, uh, of course, we know about the issues I had with Amber Heard. He says that he is refusing to ever return to Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean, despite some talks about that, because of them dropping him during the Amber Heard case. I don't blame Johnny Depp for this whatsoever. It's sad because it was an iconic character, but whether it's in movies or shows or attractions, he will never don Jack Sparrow ever again as long as he lives. We were talking about um, Tom Holland there and and Spider-Man and being typecast, and uh, sometimes you see the perfect person that's fitting of a role, and we know that Ezra Miller was in a lot of trouble outside of uh, The Flash, but he probably is really fitting to play the Flash. Got a chance to see that thanks to uh, Warner Brothers mm-hmm. and DJC, who used to work here at the Buzz. But a uh, really good movie, and it actually doesn't come out till next week. But nice. if you're looking for something to watch, though, The Flash, it comes out a week from tomorrow, actually. Was the Michael Keaton thing worth it? It was really worth it. All right, yeah, good. and that, that's a big part of the storyline. Good. I love that. Well, appreciate everybody listening to Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I'm John Neighbor. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. Drive Time Sports coming up next. I'm Hunter Bell at Bell Chevrolet. We know the best part of being in Arkansas is the people. That's why we believe you're not just customers. You're our friends and family. We're determined to go above and beyond to help make things a little easier. And we put in the hours every day so we can take care of our families and you can take care of yours. We are here for you, Arkansas. Come help us make it even better at Bale. Shop Bale Chevrolet and BaleChevrolet.com.